This week's Digital Podcast. In the news this week are renewable energy, data centers, DevOps, cloud, outsourcing, security, and technology and sport. At the recent World Economic Forum annual meeting, an alliance of academia and industry representatives announced the Swiss Data Center Efficiency Label with the initial goal to decarbonize data centers in Switzerland and significantly reduce their overall energy consumption. Initiated by Industry Association Digital Switzerland and Hewlett-Packard Enterprise, the Alliance has founded the Swiss Data Centre Efficiency Association, or SDEA, which will own the assessment and award process for the label. Founding members of the SDEA include École Polytechnique Fédérale de Lausanne, Green IT Switzerland, HBE, the Lucerne University of Applied Sciences and Arts, the Swiss Data Centre Association and the Swiss Telecommunications Association. The initiative is supported by the Swiss Federal Office of Energy through the program Swiss Energy. Ten pilot users, including some of the world's most renowned brands, implemented energy-efficient technologies and procedures to achieve compliance with the criteria of the Swiss Data Centre Efficiency Label. This led to energy savings of up to 70%, with five of the pilot users employing 100% carbon-neutral energy sources. The Canton of Geneva plans to include some of the key requirements of the label into their next energy efficiency law as a basis for the construction of new data centres. The goal is to drive adoption across Switzerland, and the label will also be presented to the European Commission and the United Nations in an effort to leverage the Swiss model for global impact. Bream, supported by data centre specialist Keysource, has released a survey report designed to answer some of the most important industry questions around sustainability in the data centre industry. Data centres, the sustainability gap aims to improve understanding of how the Bream data centres annex could bring value to the industry. The survey covers a range of topics around the sustainability impacts of data centres and asks whether the current industry standards remain relevant. Within the report, Keysource has provided an additional viewpoint highlighting some of the key findings. The majority of respondents believe that existing sustainability assessment standards, including holistic sustainability assessments such as BREEAM and LEED, do not currently adequately address wider sustainability impacts of data centres. This presents an opportunity for built environment sustainability assessment methodologies to engage with the data centre industry to better respond to their sustainability needs. Beyond energy efficiency, the top impacts considered most important were renewable energy, circular economy, waste heat reuse and water use. With the exception of water use, fully addressing factors outside of the direct control of facility operators may require a more holistic collaboration across different industries. Better awareness and collaboration within the industry are considered the main drivers to addressing these wider sustainability impacts. Better education and regulation are viewed as the ways to facilitate this change. Respondents also agreed that the benefits would create greater market advantage, CSR and cost savings for those who adopt these practices. McAfee has released a new research study titled Enterprise Supernova, the Data Dispersion, Cloud Adoption and Risk Report. The result described the broad distribution of data across devices in the cloud, highlighting critical gaps for enterprise security. 79% of companies surveyed store sensitive data in the public cloud. While these companies approve an average of 41 cloud services each, up 33% from last year, thousands of other services are used ad hoc without vetting. In addition, 52% of companies use cloud services that have had user data stolen in a breach. By leaving significant gaps into the visibility of their data, organizations leave themselves open to loss of sensitive data and to regulatory non-compliance. The report also reveals the following. 
Shadow IT continues to expand enterprise risk. Personal devices are black holes. Intercloud travel opens new paths to risk. And a new era of data protection is on the horizon. Puppet has revealed the finding of its first State of DevOps industry report card. The report, based on nearly 3,000 responses collected through Puppet's eighth annual State of DevOps survey, examines how key industries perform not only in their DevOps success and progression, but also in their ability to integrate security into their DevOps practices. The report findings include the technology industry is the pack leader across the board in terms of both DevOps maturation and integrating security into the software delivery lifecycle. Despite the sensitive information this industry handles, the financial services and insurance sector scored the lowest on security integration of any industry in the report. The retail industry surpasses all others, even technology firms, when it comes to deploying on demand. The value of outsourcing contracts in the EMEA region rose 10% in 2019 as businesses sought to counter economic uncertainty by reducing costs and investing in digital disputes digital solutions, according to the latest State of the Industry report from Information Services Group, ISG. The EMEA ISG index, which measures commercial outsourcing contracts with annual contract value of €5 million Euros or more, shows combined market annual contract value, including both as-a-service and managed services in EMEA, reached €17.1 billion Euros in 2019, fueled by a notably strong second half. Managed services annual contract value at 10.7 billion euros rose 8% compared with the prior year, while as a service value set a new high of 6.4 billion euros, an increase of 13%. As a service accounted for 37% of the EMEA market in 2019. Managed services growth was driven by a rebound in business process outsourcing. Annual contract value, which rose 61% compared with a much softer performance in 2018. Large contract awards and strength in facilities management and contact centre services boosted activity. By contrast, information technology outsourcing annual contract value fell 3% as demand for infrastructure deals waned. ACV in both software as a service and infrastructure as a service both hit record levels in 2019. The software as a service market climbed 13% with broad adoption of software as a service solutions across the region, while the infrastructure as a service market grew 12%. Proofpoint has released its Cost of Insider Threats 2020 Global Report to identify the costs and trends associated with negligent, compromised and malicious insiders. Notably, on average, impacted organisations spent $11.45 million annually on overall insider threat remediation and took 77 days to contain each incident. Organisations impacted by insider threat spent an average of $11.45 million annually, which is up 31% from $8.76 million in 2018. More than 60% of reported insider threat incidents were the result of a careless employee or contractor, and 23% were caused by malicious insiders. A total of 14% of all insider threat incidents involved cyber criminals stealing credentials. The number of incidents has also increased by a staggering 47% in just two years, from 3,200 in 2018 to 4,700 in 2020. And the longer an insider threat incident lingers, the costlier it gets. 
Incidents that took more than 90 days to contain cost organisations $13.71 million on an annualised basis, while incidents that lasted less than 30 days cost roughly half at $7.12 million. It takes an average of more than two months to contain an insider incident. Capgemini, the official global innovation partner of the men's and women's HSBC World Rugby 7 Series, since January 2018, has launched a new report, Emerging Technologies in Sports, Reimagining the Fan Experience. The study, using responses from over 10,000 fans around the globe who regularly watch and follow top sports, has been produced by the Capgemini Research Institute. The study shows that for 69% of fans, the use of emerging technologies such as virtual reality, artificial intelligence and augmented reality has enhanced their overall viewing experience both inside and outside the stadium. A positive experience with technologies also enhances overall fan engagement. Of respondents who like their technology experiences, 56% said they would actually go to more physical matches at their team's stadium as a result, and 60% said they would stream more matches online. Nearly half of fans have often increased their spending on team merchandise following a good experience, and 42% have increased their spend a few times, while 92% they had increased their spend on, on online subscriptions for watching matches, either often or a few times. The report also shows that fans who have experienced emerging technologies during a recent visit to a stadium are more satisfied with their experience overall, highlighting a 25-point net promoter score difference between fans who have experienced emerging to- technologies and those who have not. European countries are working hard and doubling down to try and reach the EU's new target of 32% renewable energy usage by 2030, but many are struggling. Although the likes of Norway and Sweden are championing the transition to renewable energy, this is an ambitious target for most EU countries, and currently less than half of EU member states have reached their 2020 targets for renewable energy consumption. In comparison, African and South American nations are leading the way, with the majority of their energy coming from renewable sources. In fact, Paraguay and the Democratic Republic of Congo both generate 100% renewable energy, along with Iceland and Albania. Energy experts at Business Electricity Prices have analysed recent global data from the International Energy Agency and have created an interactive map to visualise how much renewable energy each country generates and how much renewables impacts their fuel mix. Across the globe, many nations are producing nothing but renewables. With four countries already hitting the coveted 100% mark, there are a number of others who are proudly placed at over 90%. South African countries, for example, are performing disproportionately well, with Zimbabwe, Zambia, Namibia and Mozambique all generating a fuel mix of at least 50% renewable energy. In Europe, however, it's a different story. Norway may be considered to be a world leader in renewable energy, but it's the developing European nation of Albania that comes out on top at 100%. Norway and, and Albania are top performers in Europe, whereas the rest of the continent generally have poor fuel mixes, despite Germany and the UK both being a part of the top five economies. A full news service is available at the Digitalization World website, along with magazine, blog and video content. That's all the news for this week. And thanks for listening.